0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X Studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for I-10 Wired Radio, brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith Everett here, broadcasting live from uh, Business Radio X Studios in Pensacola, and uh, this is I-10 Wired Radio, and and I'm going to have to step down today because I have the official host of the item wired summit. I know Paul doesn't believe me, but everybody thought he did such a good job and his voice was so velvety smooth that he, uh, he, they hired you, man. So you're in there. So
0: yeah, well, he's the unofficial mayor of Pensacola.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: I don't know about that. Yeah. They just keep giving me the mic and say, Hey, make it, make it work. Well, and, and you seem
1: to be doing a pretty good job. So they, they've invited me back again this year. So yeah. hopefully that's a good sign. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, obviously this is, we're here to talk about item Wired, but we're also here to talk about uh, not only the tech community that we have here in Pensacola, but also just the absolute fantastic business community and how all of it really, you, you can't be in business and not be in tech, right? So really, it's, it's the business community. But I'm going to let uh, these gentlemen go around the horn here and introduce themselves, and then we're going to start talking about some fun stuff. Take it away, Mr. Official Host. All right. My <laughs> name
2: is Paul Carney, and I'm the Manager of Talent Acquisition for Navy Federal Credit Union. Which, uh, of course, we have a large operations center here in Pensacola, headquartered out of uh, Northern Virginia, outside of D.C. Mm -hmm. area. So, uh, And uh, very excited to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: So, not only is he good at acquiring talent, as we know, right, because you're digging holes left and right, but he can also pick up a microphone. So
0: That I can do. (laughs) Great for the resume, man. All right. So, uh, Warren Gibbs with uh, Tech Systems uh, out of Pensacola, Florida, here. Um, If you're not familiar with who we are, we are the nation's leading IT staffing and services provider. 110 offices nationwide, um, you know, feel great uh, to be here as well and uh, help out the community and you know, getting the word out. Fantastic.
3: Awesome. Uh, my name is Chris Hendricks. Uh, my uh, day job, my resume, my money maker is uh, working for App River as a software developer. I also work with uh, WorkBase.us, which is a co-working space, the first co-working space here in Pensacola dedicated. And I'm also a mentor and a board member of Coda Dojo Pensacola, Coda Dojo Emerald Coast.
1: So you have nothing left to do, do you?
3: Nothing but raise you, my kids. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love my
1: wife. You, you got all the lists, right? Okay. So um I know all of you were participants obviously last year with I Ten and all of you have a uh with the companies that you guys are with have a very large foothold of of you know, community activity here. But for those that may not know what I ten is or, or or why you guys chose to be a part of this as much as you are, give me a, a small snippet.
2: Sure. So from our perspective, uh, the key thing, when I first moved here nine years ago, I got involved with the local IT community and joined IT Gulf Coast, who was one of the sponsors of I-10 Wired, and since then has grown dramatically. One of the great things about I-10 Wired is we kind of started calling it a summit because we're bringing together... Not only the people, but the ideas. We're bringing together yeah. folks to talk about. Uh, as you had mentioned a little earlier, we were chatting that it's not just about the technology. It's about the ideas and thoughts and what can we do as a community. And that's the one thing I think that i10Wired has done over the past few years in particular. has be, It's become the nexus of that conversation yeah. about technology.
1: Yeah, there, there were entities and companies, obviously, I had no idea even existed here. and And yet they're two doors down. Yep and yeah. it's
2: it's very exciting and as we continue to expand the the thoughts the issue is is of course it gets bigger each year and we start to fill up the rooms uh, a lot more but the 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 good thing is is we keep changing what we do so last year we tried the ignite series mm-hmm. where we had those uh, 10 minutes at uh, 10 minute sections where people could do ideas uh, and I think it was about 20 slides and running right through them and no stop you had mm-hmm. to continue to do it and that's a great idea because it helps you see some of the talent we have in the area and then just continuing to think about how are how are we going to expand the thoughts and ideas what can we do for programming perspective yeah. to make this something that everybody wants to come back to year after year
1: yeah very cool
0: yeah. And I, I think for me, I have a little bit of an outsider's perspective. I moved here from Orlando um, about a little over a year ago now. And, uh, you know, when they first mentioned to me, hey, Pensacola, I was like, mm, what? Excuse me? Pensacola? Um, yeah. You're eating your words now, aren't yeah. <laughs> you? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, when I got up here and I was able to see the surroundings and, you know, the beach and everything that the Gulf Coast has to offer up here, it's been great. Um, and, and two, just to see the variety of companies and the talent here locally. Uh, And I think the biggest thing for us is just kind of expounding upon and and building upon that talent and building a local IT community where there really hasn't, you know, in the past been really an IT community here um, where there's shared ideas, there are shared groups, shared interests. um, And we're just helping to kind of facilitate that uh, and, and build awareness um, so that people understand, Hey, there, there actually is a market here. You don't mm-hmm. have to move to Atlanta. You don't have to move out to the, to the West coast. You can stay in Pensacola, you know, live a great life, enjoy the beach, the sun and everything it has to offer.
1: Yeah. You get the laptop lifestyle, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, well, and it's funny too, cause, um, I met, uh, um, lady last year who had a company down in South Florida and Tampa, which I guess they call the I four corridor. Oh yeah. And so I went to, we went down there and did a remote broadcast from their GovCon event, which is sort of mirroring some of I-10 stuff. And apparently you all have a pretty big name up here. So it, it's the I-10 corridor, I guess, is making its way to... Uh, it's coming. Yeah. All, it. the,
0: all the way up. It's a, it's a, it's a drive. <laughs> With lots of pine trees. With lots of <laughs> pine trees.
3: Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some more buildings in between those pine trees uh, as it continues to grow. Um, from my perspective, I'm actually homegrown here, so just like App River, kind of born and bred in this area, I grew up here, I went to school here, and uh, also uh, left, went to the Navy, came back home, got a job at a, a telephony company here, Network Telephone, back in the day. Uh, from there, I just kind of continued growing and was able to uh, get a job at App River and just grow there as I was attending UWF as a, as a software engineering or computer science student. And uh, just kind of continue watch the, uh, the environment grow around here. I think one of the things, even working at some of the bigger name companies around mm-hmm. here, there are so many companies I didn't know exist. And IT and Wired, I think, has helped be that networking uh, platform that has allowed these companies to just, that were kind of operating in the woodworks to kind of just show up and everybody, wow, where did you come from? Right. Well, we've been here for five years or we've been here for eight years and no one just knew about them. And now with this summit, um, this conference, it allows those type of networking environments to happen. And now companies are just working direct with each other. And it's just making a bigger exposure for the area along with the military that's already here doing their, yeah. their own uh, cybersecurity thing.
1: Yeah, and I think, um, uh, you know, one of the biggest, I mean, obviously, you like I said, you can't be in business and not have technology. And I think that was one of the biggest stigmas, I think that is the right word, that broke for me was, you know, There's every form of business that was at I 10 because it all in some way just shaped the commerce of of things to do. So just because it was computers didn't mean you didn't need staffing, didn't mean you didn't need consulting, didn't mean, you know, you could, you could work for a company that didn't do technology, you know, but still be right up in this field. Exactly. So, uh, which leads me right into Navy Fed because I mean, you know, you guys started, most people see as what, a bank?
2: Sure. I mean, as the world's credit largest union. credit union, yeah. sure. You know, we've got 14,000 employees worldwide, and uh, even Is that the it? operations center. That's, yeah. Yeah, that, that's all. <laughs> I, so you far, you saw how he slid that world's <laughs> largest in there first. Yeah, world's right, largest. Yeah. Um. So it's it's one of those things, and you mentioned Keith that it, you don't have to be a technology company. So interestingly, as a credit union, we're not a technology company. No. We are a financial institution for people's finances, and so. But but we do need technology.
1: to You run. are a huge that. consumer. <laughs>
2: Correct. We do need to have technology, both from our internal operations and our member-based operations, to take care of our members. So that's why it's so important. and I'm very proud that our CIO, Bill Hills, comes here each year now, uh, and we'll be back here again this year to actually meet and see what goes on. He takes part in the CIO panel, but he really loves to come here because he sees what this community is doing yeah. and he is fully engaged. Yeah. And so while, again, we're not necessarily a technology company, technology is so very important to us and we recognize that. So that's why we fully support uh, the IT Gulf Coast and I-10 Wired programs because these are important for us. Chris mentioned it too. Is yeah, When I came here nine years ago, I looked around through networking to say, where are all the tech people? Yeah. And I couldn't find them and then started seeing them a little bit. And I, I'm excited now because I think there is this place where the, where the technology-oriented uh, people can come and hang out. And, and again, it's back to the discussion of ideas. Yeah, very cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it really just creates an open forum for everyone to come together and get to understand who's in the area yeah. and, and have a better feel for what's available and what's out there. Um And two, I don't really think anything like this has been around ever in this area. So it, it just really encourages me to see that, especially, and, and two, businesses coming in this area and encourages business to come here. I mean, this is really a tech hotspot. It can be. Yeah. It has all the makings, you know, and especially with the revitalization of downtown Pensacola. Um, You know, this year we saw the Christmas lights and there was all the different events and different things that's gone down here. You know, it's really creating a community where people want to come live and work and and, uh, and Yeah, still- like
1: I af- actually have to say no to events now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like usually it was like one event and like you, every, you knew everybody there because it was the only event. Now it's like I'm actually having to turn some stuff down.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, And, and it's great to, to have those type of events and, and encourage that growth where people really actually want to stay. Um, and I, for me, that's the biggest thing is, you know, when we're talking with people and we're trying to get them to move into Pensacola, mm-hmm. um, the first knee-jerk reaction is, where's Pensacola? Um, they don't really have that understanding, and then you send them some pictures of the beach. You know, especially we're we're going after people in December, yeah. right? Yeah, we're we're <laughs> yeah. calling up north yeah. in December and saying, "Hey, uh, you know, we we're just out here this <laughs> Is your last heater weekend. working? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and we can bring them down here, and then they see all that the community has to offer, and they're not missing that Atlanta. They're not missing those larger markets because they can still get everything here.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the cool things that was kind of an outgrowth that has just existed beyond. Um, i10 is a uh, shout out to frank white and kind of working through startup weekend
1: he says shout out i knew somebody yep. was <laughs> i knew he's gonna bring it
3: out hey, man look look that's just me i'm just gonna bring uh, it's all right be you and he chose
1: a great candidate the
2: <laughs> person for it is frank white because frank has done so much especially yeah. that startup weekend was awesome
3: yeah yeah and that kind of got a real bootstrapping mindset going on I'm, i think it already existed but i think with him kind of pulling that stuff together and just allowing it to operate, you know, years on years, UWF also picked up on it and started mm-hmm. growing it as their business school was growing as well. And it just helped just bring people with mindsets for all types of businesses. And it's like, all right, how do we make this work? And then people just coming together and making things happen. So I look forward to Startup Weekend um, when it happens um, because it's kind of an awesome thing to kind of grow and do things with.
1: So for those that don't know what, what it is that he did, I mean, he basically f- invited everybody that, he, that could come. If they could come, fill yep. them in a room and said, "Go figure out who needs the next best solution." Right.
3: Basically, and what Startup Weekend does is it basically gets all the creatives. You have uh, you have techie people, you have business minded people, and then you have artsy people. You get them in a room, and everybody has a few minutes. Excuse me, in fact, sixty seconds to make a pitch awesome. on an idea, and then from that pitch, everybody kind of votes with their. Their, their voting stickies, uh, mm-hmm. their, their bottom line, their dollars, where they want to spend their time and their talent at and on the best ideas. And then you've got three days to create that idea, bring it to life, and present it to a board of uh, a panelists of, uh, in, of basically local investors and kind of people who've made it and then kind of vet that idea out. And yeah. you can continue growing it um, and you can work on some of the other ideas that even didn't make it.
1: It's like a hyper shark tank. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But what a great way to get things done, right? Absolutely. And uh, did you, did, how much culture you know barriers and breakdowns do you just get amazed that happens and things like that when you put those three types of personalities in a room and you remind them by the way you all do need each other at some point i mean it facilitates some pretty cool stuff yeah
3: yeah not only that um uh, people from different verticals as far as uh, uh, skill sets are concerned but then also diversity of people show up so it's like we had students coming from you know auburn uh, I remember that in one of the startup weekends I presented in. And then also just people who you would not expect coming from uh, a business sector. So we had people who just did uh, sketching and drawing mm-hmm. artwork and work with different people to put together ideas and sketches and concepts that did not exist. Uh, to working with IHMC and actually um, uh, one of the scientists over there was working on a robotic leg and he was able to bring that idea to, to, to pass with uh, with some, uh, a guy who did CAD designs. And was able to show that and actually bring that to fruition. And so and it was just so awesome to see that kind of stuff.
1: Have you seen the spacesuit that they can step into? No. From the landing module? Not it's yet. like it's it's it looks like Han Solo and Kryptonite. <laughs> and they sort of step into it and then the back seals up and they're off onto the moon. Nice. If we go to the moon again. But yeah. That's I I know wild. amazing, right? So and uh, here they are in, in Podoke, Pensacola. <laughs> so
0: Well, they also have the uh the robot challenge—they challenged yeah. Japan against—and um, that was pretty amazing. My twelve-year-old self was really into that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so by the way, you can think it's nerdy all you want, but it is really cool to see mass machines oh, just destroying sure. each other, yes. you know, for for entertainment. So always, um, one of the you guys keep saying tech community, and I think that people need to really wrap their heads around how that definition has changed. Um, because it's not just a bunch of people, guys sitting around, around in laptops and, you know, dark corners. It's a, it is a fully functioning cultural mecca of uh, talent that's not only, you know, obviously computer and programming based, but that is also really wrapped around innovation and making some things happen at very fast speeds. Am I correct?
3: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think too it's it's more socially acceptable than it ever has. You know, totally. technology has become so intertwined in our lives, and we rely so much upon it. I mean, if I don't have my iPhone by me, you know, I, I start you know mm-hmm. get sad. You know, you're wondering where things are at. You feel like a part of you is gone. It's become so intertwined, and it's become so a part of you that it's just interesting now. Yeah, you know, to to one thing it was just so foreign and so outlandish. To now. You know They've got the whole internet of things and all the different devices and different things you can handle. It's so much more part of your, your life. There's so much more interest in it.
1: I've, I've noticed a, a bunch of my – because I have been in the culinary world prior to uh, doing what I do now. And in my tech world or tech community, I've noticed that all of my tech friends no longer are the last guys picked for kickball, right? Because <laughs> everybody – trust me, you want to make a tech friend, right? Because when it breaks, the last thing you want to do is sit on the phone, right? Uh, am i right
3: yeah yeah everybody at church everybody you're a hot commodity aren't you (laughs) oh you know tech can you fix this Uh right here
1: show me where that start button is (laughs) yeah well it's funny you say that Keith,
2: because two, I think people have realized you can't really separate tech and business. Yeah, They actually are intertwined. And, and technology drives business. As you said, it drives innovation. And we've come to the realization that if you're going to be successful in business, you have to understand technology yeah. because it's going to either help you drive business or support your business. Yeah. And as people realize that more and more, they're letting the, the, letting the technology people come to the table and say, you've got to be a part of this. One of the things we consistently do is try to figure out how to continue to drive our our business with technology. And that's not always easy to do. Sometimes you don't want to always be on that cutting edge, that front bleeding edge, even where you're trying to do things that are right on that very cusp. Uh, sometimes you might want to take the Microsoft attitude and be the fast follower, be the one who comes in behind and watch everyone else. So those are the decisions today. And, and if you think about it, those were technology issues, but I was just talking about business decisions yeah, there. Sure. So that's why we've got to make sure everyone understands that technology and business are where it's going forward and, and and that's why the technology people need to be involved in those business decisions.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think even taking it just a step further of, of, you know, you were not a tech company, right? Correct. So you have a very human aspect in the service that you provide as well as obviously being the world's largest quotation marks you can't see, but, um, (laughs) those were air quotes. Yeah. Air air quotes. (laughs) Uh, but having so many, of the human factor actually producing the, the good or the service, y- y- you have to think about how are we going to integrate this without losing the brand, without losing the human piece to it? Cause we all fear Terminator, right? We all, <laughs> we all, we all think it's coming, but you know, so when you get to some of these things and I know there's a couple companies actually in this building that are one or two man shows because everything has been automated tech and it, they all run great. Don't get me wrong. And the people get the great service that, that they've paid for and these companies are very successful, but it's like you're saying, you you, you really have to start being aware and, and deciding w- whether it's too much or not too much.
2: And that's one thing I'll say that tech systems with Warren, we work with uh, with Warren and his team to help us is because technical people today just can't be knowledgeable about the technology. Mm-hmm. Those, those technologists have to understand business. They have to understand their customers. And we're seeing that more and more. The technology person that just ignores everyone and focuses on the technology mm-hmm. Isn't going to de- deliver solutions, so it's important that people today, those technology people, have a business idea to them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and I think we have we have both of those at App River. We have people who are who are really, really data scientist focused, and they understand the technology top to bottom. And I think you also have to have a set of people who understand the business and the business workflow to be able to properly communicate business ideas, business processes, business agendas, and take that back to the data scientists, if you will, and actually marry those two things together. So you got to have that. And, and to kind of piggyback on what you was talking about earlier, um, Keith and Paul, is, is I think one of the differentiators around um, those type of people is having a, a phenomenal attitude about customer service. And I think that's what separates people um, from just the average company, if you will, or the company that's not so much customer focused. And having businesses driven by technology is great, but if you don't have a customer focus, with high customer service on the other end of that, uh, being phenomenal as we call it at App River, then you're going to lose ground as we become a more flat, smaller world. And there's companies popping up all over the place that can provide the same services in every country, every continent of this world. And if you don't have that separator, that, that customer service level to keep and retain customers and make them want to be there, as well as attract new customers for you, then you will fold because you will not be able to pay the bills.
0: Well, and I think, too, you know, you had the age of the coder in the background, you know, in the corner, close the door, close the closet mm-hmm. put him back there. He's good. And mm-hmm. now it, it's become really more there's a passion behind it, you know, and, and again, to Paul's point of mixing in the business and the technology side together where you have an individual that is clearly passionate about the business purpose, not only, you know, banging keys and, mm-hmm. and, and putting out some code they, they want to see the whole from From cradle to grave you know they want the whole process they want to create things that people use and people enjoy using um and that's and it's it's adopted that into internal things as well not just external customer facing but internal it teams like we we want to develop something that is usable and beautiful to the user even if it's an internal user there's just more of a passion behind it
1: yeah Yeah. you know you know i don't think anybody comes out of the gate wanting to make a, a not good product right yeah yeah. It happens sometimes, but and I, I think even, even going further with you guys, I mean, you've got the tech side and then you've got the business aspects that even the tech guys need, but you got to go a little, even a little further that you got to have some kind of social, um, you know, study of or, or sociology, just grasp of how we as cultures and, and humans and consumers move because there's so much of that human factor that then. Decides what the next need needs to be automated or whatever. That if you uh, if you're not very good at analyzing history, I think of people or how they act or you know how they make decisions, then you, you
3: you're doomed to repeat them. Yeah.
1: So you know you, the, I guess that's the way to get to ahead of the uh, crowd there pretty quick, right? Find those three things and go do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what 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 else is going on aside from i ten coming up here in October? Um, in your all's world, respectively, that's you know happening today. You digging some more holes?
2: Uh, we are. Yeah, in fact, there's a sky crane now in Beulah. Probably the first sky crane that's ever been in Beulah to build uh, the next set of buildings for us, uh,
1: which will be a six-story buildings. What uh, What defines a sky crane?
2: Well, it's that big, tall thing that has the gantry out on the end of it. There, so.
1: That they like bring into pieces, and they, they, they slowly do. raise it up on itself, yep, don't it they? it
2: builds itself up, and, yeah. and they bring another crane in. So this one's short enough they brought another crane in to build it up and put it together. But like the ones in the big cities in New York City, they actually build it. It builds itself as it goes up because yeah, they go up of, so high. It's kind of freaky. Yeah, we don't have to go 80 stories in Beulah yet, but uh, you know, it, uh, later on we might get there. Yeah, later.
1: So uh, in, uh, in uh, London few years back when they were building the Shard, uh, I'd gone over there to visit, and they had, I guess it was the world's tallest crane at that point, and they interviewed the guy up there, and, and but they time-lapsed over, I think it took them like 36 days each level that they kept adding to it It it's pretty amazing i was pretty impressed it it would
2: be a fun job i think out there
1: Uh, except during the
2: thunderstorms when those thunderstorms roll in i don't think i'd want to be up in that little cabin up there
1: i just want to know the guy and give him a a high five that said you know i'd like to build a crane without needing a crane (laughs) (laughs) like you know which came first the chicken or the egg right you know so anyway
0: well, you know, for tech systems specifically, um, you know, we really partner locally within the community. And, you know, I sit on the, the board of IT Gulf Coast. And mm-hmm. right now we're really focused on building these kind of pocket communities of individual skill sets. So right now, IT Gulf Coast has large lunch and learns. They've got the big, you know, function group meetings that, you know, you've got your accountant that can come to, but you've also got your developer that can come to. And now we're really getting very granular and we're going to, all right, let's have a .NET user group. Um, Let's have a network security user group. And and we're really building out these individual user groups so that these individuals can come together and share ideas and share new, uh, you know, new ways of doing things and different technologies that are on that bleeding edge. Mm -hmm. Um, And and two, maybe, you know, in that meeting where that uh, individual is looking to pitch a certain technology, they have a little bit more of a backstory now. Or maybe, hey, I've really thought about using this, but I'm not really sure. And they hear about, oh, well, down the street, we Mm -hmm. did it here. Um, so we're really trying to create more of that local granular community with the skill sets, um, to build more of an interest in that area.
1: I see like a, as he's explaining that, I see this huge whiteboard that ends up having, like, it looks like a circuit board based on how companies now are sort of structuring their systems, um, where each one complements. but you're right. You've got Five or six different experts here, and and you know, so you got all these little dots that at the end of the day look like lines and dots, and you know, a circuit, I just not that it happens.
3: It's all about <laughs> it that workflow, and it's funny that you mentioned that because we're doing the same thing at Workbase. So one of the things uh, what you what you were calling that kind of lunch and learn concept, we call like a jelly, and basically a jelly is where you kind of get a whole bunch of people from the community together. We yeah. open up Workbase and we say, hey, come here work. Figure out how to work together, build a community, and we're going to have a central theme topic for the day. And so we uh, attract different people from different environments to come together and basically jelly up and then learn something, pitch something, do something. And it's all—it's a big networking social event on one side of that.
1: Jelly up sounds a lot cooler than lunch and learn, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give them that
3: one just a little bit. I'll <laughs> succeed. <That's laughs> yeah, funny. exactly.
1: Are you? You guys are getting a really good response over there, huh?
3: Yeah. Yeah, we've getting uh, and we're looking at at, uh, for that atypical entrepreneur because we are on the west side of town, so we're away a little bit from the uh, the downtown business crowd community. But we're looking for those teleworkers. Uh, We uh, were able to do some English classes with the Latino press, so they're doing some uh, hosting some English classes there at nighttime in some of the conference rooms. Uh, So we're getting a a, a great uh, community built up out there. Mm -hmm. And in fact, we had one of the guys come in from uh, Atlanta not too long ago. He came straight there. He was there this morning. And was ready to get started. He found us online. It was great, man. This looks awesome. Let's get started on it. So we're getting the crowd. They're coming in, and and it's 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 not just your average you know guy banging on a keyboard. And that's what's worked well for us.
1: <clears throat> so you're getting people that have been that are traveling through or or traveling into town that just that need space as well as. Local users on a on a subscription style basis, correct?
3: Absolutely, That's absolutely. Pretty cool. We're part of also the uh, Florida Passport, so mm-hmm. it allows some of the co working spaces uh, within the state to actually uh, network together. So, someone who may be working in a, in a co working space mm-hmm. in Tallahassee and is coming through town, they can actually get a pass to actually um, share their membership here um, for the day as they're kind of coming to this area to do business, etc., yeah. and then head back.
1: So, let me ask you: you got some you get, you got any crowds just hanging around, kind of waiting to? In the, sit in the back and swoop in and fund the next great thing. Uh, you got some, you, you got some, you got, I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of these uh, um, work based out of this shared space, a lot of them are built to, co- for collaboration, obviously, but then to really facilitate uh, the ability to find some great new projects and get some things off the ground, right? Yeah. So I always picture, and I can't remember the name of the movie, but it had uh, Owen Wilson and, and, um, the guy from, the guy's from Wedding Crashers. Oh, you're talking
0: about internship? Yeah, with the the Google dude yeah, just yeah, sat with
1: his headphones on the whole time. And then at the end, he like saved the day. Yeah. Like that, I could always picture something like that happening in the, in, in y'all's spot. <laughs> when I talked to Jabril, I'm like, dude, when's it going? He's like, I, you know, so I just figured that there is, uh, there's got to be sort of that underground kind of what's the next coolest thing that we're all going to, you know, come out of the
3: gate swinging with. Yeah, well, well, we'll be happy to say it came out of Workbase. There you hour. go. Yeah, right. We're, we're waiting on that thing to happen. So while 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 we're waiting in the wind, we're just building up the community, um, and uh, trying to make it happen and grow Workbase uh, as well as uh, starting out with one facility and hoping, hopefully hoping, hoping to move to a second facility mm-hmm. uh, as well or continue to grow in that building there. So,
1: so do you do? You, can you list some specific style of, of companies that are operating out of there or, or startups that are, that are moving forward.
3: Yeah, actually. So we have a, a, a tech guy who actually, uh, uh, shout out to Mario. Um, he actually uh, came into Atlanta today. He's actually a, a, a developer, uh, tech, techie guy who's coming in to, uh, host, uh, some conference room meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have uh, a shout out to, I want to say her name is Maria. Uh, I know I'm going to mess that up, uh, who actually is, uh, she's actually a, a motivational speaker and she does, uh, talks, uh, itinerant speaking. Um, and she actually works out of there as well. We have the uh, Latino press, which is actually doing English classes and I'm going to get in trouble if I keep trying to recall names mm-hmm. and not be able sure. to name them all. Sure. Um uh, but that's kind of just a few right off the top. That's a pretty broad
1: spectrum out of this four too, by the way.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's how we want it. Uh, having a, a diverse community allows other people to actually build on that and use services from each other. So if everybody comes in and they're just computer programmers, not everybody gets to build off of that because yeah. everybody has the same skill set. And we're looking for people with various skill sets to come in and actually use this facility. Mm hmm. Uh, Well, and he put
1: some resources right smack dab in the middle of a place that didn't have those resources, which is absolutely genius.
3: Yeah, and I think Jabril has a a very good example of it because he talked about it like a gym membership. So you have you basically when (laughs) you go to the the weights, (laughs) yeah, without the weights, without the effort. (laughs) (laughs) So you come in, you have access to everything there. You share it, co working space. So you have a refrigerator full of food. Uh you have a coffee maker, you have free printing, you have Wi Fi services and you, you have, have
1: other humans to talk to. You
3: have other humans to talk to yeah. other than your cat in the wall in your house. Mm-hmm. And uh putting those things together. Also having a lounge where you can kind of just sit and chill and mm-hmm. relax and not feel in a in a in a tight little desk spot. Plan your weekly shout outs.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Plan those shout outs and uh, just grow from there. Um, you know, so
1: are you doing any of the media stuff out of there? Or yeah. are you-
3: well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we manage some of the uh, the uh. So myself, I will manage some of my radio station stuff. So I'm not running the radio station from there itself, because uh, I don't want to eat up all that bandwidth um, mm-hmm. with, with the uh, with the stream. But
1: that's why I hired Paul, man. <laughs> so the next show, I I get to hang out. <laughs>
3: nice, nice, nice. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So doing some of the uh, the stuff with the uh, Grafted Vine Radio. Shout out to Grafted Vine Radio and myself. Um, and, uh, kind of doing some planning down there as well with doing some of the things with uh, a Coda Dojo. So I, yeah. I use that as kind of a secondary office myself. Uh, I'm usually there, uh, trying to work on a few things, trying to build the, the business and the brand, but then also doing some of my own things there as well.
1: Very cool. So he's drinking his own Kool-Aid. I mean, you gotta, you gotta appreciate that. It's awesome. And,
2: uh, you know, as an entrepreneur in my days back in the DC area during the dot-com boom, I tell you, that's exactly what created that boom was people got together you networked. You did your things. Um, and what happened is you built something. And in our case, we built something, sold it off, and a group of us would scatter. And then you'd end up being back with them later on. There are so many people I have in my uh, list of contacts where we were in different companies at different times mm-hmm. together. And that's what I'm starting to see here. We know people in this community that that's starting to happen to. And that's powerful. That's when you're starting to see things like what Chris is doing, what Warren's doing, what you guys are doing, what we're doing. It's all starting to sort of coalesce. And that's exciting. That's the part that really gets me
3: going.
1: Yeah, I, I'll, I'll back you up on that. In the last couple of years, it's gone from um, just thinking of either a company when somebody asks for a service or a need that, you know, or a recommendation or not having one to now it's, yeah, I know who they are. I know their name their kids probably go to school with mine, yep. you know, that kind of stuff, which is, it exponential growth. It's awesome. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. What are you finding on your end as far as the gap? Well, both of y'all, cause you're, you're both acquiring talent. So.
0: Well, I think, um, you know, in, in larger communities and larger markets, um, I, I think first of all, there's a, a bigger selection. Um, so you have more talent to, to choose from. So it's quality though, man. It's not quantity. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, that's the biggest challenge I think that we have, um, is bringing, um, talent into this area, um, and not having the specified skill sets as the technologies continue to grow. And, you know, more companies are investing in newer technologies like an angular per mm-hmm. se, um, where there's not a big angular population here, but it's, it's slowly, slowly coming and slowly growing in that area. So. Um, and I think that's too, and, and two, it's just companies building, uh, what I call, you know, an employee value proposition. Right. So what, a compelling set of reasons of why someone would want to work at your company. Um, and I think, you know, I, I hear sometimes Navy Federal's a, a dirty word to some of the managers that I work with because they pull so many people from there. But what it's happening is it's forcing companies to really take a check and look at, all right, mm-hmm. Am I paying my people what they should be paid, market value? Am I treating them the way they should be paid? Do I have a world class cafeteria that serves, you know, steak every Tuesdays, like good old Paul over here? Um, you and know, he didn't bring us any. Let's, he did put that for the he record. While
1: well, it's breakfast time,
0: <laughs> I'm okay with steak and eggs, man. <laughs> I didn't make it up to the
1: office. It's on steak the other and end and of bacon. town. That's it.
0: Exactly. So I really think it's it, it's more of it, the whole community itself has become known um, and they know what's around and they know what's available so companies are having to adjust and build a culture yeah um, you know and app river's got a great one over there so um you, there's there's a lot of great things that have come from that move um but the biggest thing i would say is just the availability of talent so we're not only are we worried about attracting them here but we're also trying to keep them here yeah and by keeping them you know we're, we're putting these network events together um, we're creating more awareness in the community and you know obviously the downtown and all the different projects and events yeah you know that you know gallery nights and things that they when they used to have those those are all huge and retaining talent here locally
1: yeah right? I see that a lot I see the companies really changing their strategy you know back in the day and uh, uh, the day being, I guess, MySpace and the com as you called it, which, by the way, that's twice on both of those subjects oh, I've had no. this week. Oh, no. I, had ex- I had to explain to the kids <laughs> uh, how how it all started, right? right? Yeah, uh, uh, hashtag com, right? Yeah, that's how hashtags. Here we go. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Man, um, I, I just lost my thought. I got thing. all, you all messed up
2: on hashtags. Down the wrong track.
1: But uh, you know, it used to be you would you spent your life wanting to go for that one company that you knew you wanted to work for. And now the, it's like, I just kind of sit back and see who deals the best deal. Right. Exactly. You know? And so a job interview is no longer, let's just talk and have an interview. It's come check out our community. Hey, come spend the weekend, come see what's down here and, and see what really, you know, the schools and all of this just, it's such a bigger world now because We've created the demand to compete, right?
0: Exactly. One yeah. well, and ninety-five to ninety-seven percent of the IT workforce is currently working. So nine times out of yeah. ten, <laughs> you you're, you're guys pooling, hanging around. <laughs> exactly, you're pulling from another company. Yeah. You know, you're looking for that passive job seeker. Mm-hmm. You're not looking. You know, if if someone's a .NET developer right now and they're not working, there's probably a reason for it. You know, there's there's a lot of companies <laughs> that need people, right? Um, so I think th- that's another part of it. Um, you know, the, the demand is, is, is huge. You yeah. know, every, for a Java position, for every 10 Java positions nationwide, there's one qualified person.
2: And I'll layer on top of that, one of the bigger challenges we have, and I'll focus on IT specifically mm-hmm. uh, for Navy Federal in this area, is we have very large, complex systems, and there are a lot of IT people haven't necessarily been exposed to that. So, developing software, doing, uh, setting up networks and stuff in smaller environments, but when you get into very large, complex organizations like ours, it is much different to manage and figure out because you just can't start making changes here and there. You've got to coordinate it with everybody. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this case, worldwide. So that's one of the challenges we find. And so I'll convince people to try to continue to get involved in things that are more complex sure, because that's going to set them up for success in an organization like ours.
1: Well, and how many total employees are going to be here when you guys are done with the construction stuff? Currently aimed at 10,000 employees. So let's take one simple idea and translate it through 10,000 people. Exactly. I guarantee it is not the same idea at the end, right? Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's where we're finding uh we're trying to
2: continue to find people who can manage and work in those complex environments. Yeah. Uh because it's it's a challenge. Now, I'll tell you one of the things we do find in this area, which is fun and exciting no matter which job we're hiring for, are people who are analytical and problem-solving, can solve problems because whether you're answering a phone as a member service representative or solving some complex technical issue, it all comes back to problem solving and that's the yeah. thing people have to really develop their skills at is being able
1: to solve problems and drive some type of result. Wow. Which also sounds like you empower people. Yes. Imagine that. You, can you imagine? That's it. Um, okay guys, well, we're getting close to the end of time here, but uh, I want all you guys to go around the table, just contact social media, all that good stuff. And then, um, uh, I guess I'll give the, uh, credentials and stuff here for I 10 wired and, and we'll get ourselves out of here and Paul can go take us out for steak and eggs. What do you think? I'm good with yes, Yeah, see, I think, see how I do that? You see, shout out see to Paul for steak and eggs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, Hashtag Paul. Hashtag steak and eggs. So uh, by all means, please start if anybody needs information or they want to get in touch. Are you hiring and all that stuff? We are. In fact, we've got a, a
2: career network, a talent network you can sign up for plus our career pages at NavyFederal.org. You can go out there slash career and uh, find out all the things we're hiring for around the world, but you can focus specifically here in Pensacola uh, I'm actually on LinkedIn, so, and I do connect with a lot of people on LinkedIn. I get a lot of folks that reach out to me directly on LinkedIn. Paul Carney Jr., you can just do LinkedIn slash in slash Paul Carney Jr. Do they walk in with an application in their hand anymore? Does that happen to you? You know, they still kind of have the resume in hand. They have, uh, they have everything there, but that's, that's what you expect. I mean, they're, if they're coming to talk to me about opportunities and I'm trying to figure out who they are and what they are, they're they yeah. got their sales. They got like, their sales. Do you remember
1: the days of just randomly walking into a place of employment with either an application or resume and well, hoping even, for the best. It's even
2: scarier if you remember mm-hmm. back in the day. We actually would read our job ads were in the newspaper, so you picked up the <laughs> newspaper, looked at the job ads, and you printed off these beautiful yeah. resumes on vellum paper and
0: sent it in. Yeah, that that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. God, we're getting old. Sorry. <laughs> <right>, go ahead. <laughs> Well, you can check us out at TechSystems.com, um, Instagram. We are at TechSystems. Um, we have a LinkedIn page as well. You can, uh, check me on LinkedIn and just type in Warren Gibbs, uh, Pensacola, Florida on LinkedIn there. Um, additionally, you can stop by and see us anytime we're in the fifth floor of the Coastal Bank and Trust building and good old downtown Pensacola. Um, you know, if, if, uh, you all need any help finding and attracting talent. Uh, That's what we do. That's what we spend our time doing.
2: And he's got a beautiful view from
0: those offices. Beautiful offices. I was just thinking he's close
1: enough to invite us for lunch. Yeah, he's got a nice view.
0: Let's do it.
3: Sounds good. Sounds good. (laughs) I think one of the other things, uh, so my name is uh, Chris Hendricks, and really the the go-to on that is – um, kind of uh, <laughs> Chris gets the just, music, that's right. The music's yeah, the, the key music.
1: This is like the Oscars. This is like speech. the Oscars. Like, All right, right Chris. time to wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up Chris. I need one of those lights This just, <laughs> just wrap it up, B.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag wrap it up, right? You're right. Um, so Chris Hendricks, uh, appriver.com. Uh, we are a hosted email platform company. Uh, that's my day job. I also, uh, am part owner at Workbase where we're creating the uh, the first co working. Uh, professional space on the west side of pensacola uh, along with that is uh shout out to Coda dojo which i didn't really get to talk much about but talking about building the community um and, and taking all of your time on your podcast is really uh the next step is that the younger kids and building talent locally and that's one of the things we're doing with Coda dojo emerald coast Coda dojo pensacola uh and miss Aaliyah, who's kind of running that show a lot and she's facilitating that across three counties Dude, we're talking
1: about that today when we're done here too because i've got a kid really interested in he wants he he's he does the video game thing like we all did some growing up and some more than others like way more than <laughs> others and he's reaching that point of way more than others and I was like you know you could make these things there and you know. it was like oh it's a whole new world so
3: absolutely yeah from ages seven to seventeen kotodojoemeraldcoast um uh, we've got events listed what's coming up uh, later on this yeah. fall. Uh, you can hit me up on social media, any of the platforms, C Hendrix eight five O and it's not spelt like Jimmy, no relation to Jimmy. Uh Hendrix is H E N D R I C K S so C Hendrix eight five O, uh C Hendrix eight five O dot com and any of any of the platforms as well. Wow, he's got it nailed uh, down. Uh, well, you know,
1: woo. we we radio. I'll, I'll we'll sell you some tips there, Paul. All right, okay. You're gonna have to. So, um, uh, did does the estate keep looking for the Hendrix fortune? Is that why you've separated yourself? Because I mean, Jimmy was cool, man.
3: We got what's wrong? I'm I'm good with it, but when people look for me, they're <laughs> yeah. looking for Jimmy. Yeah, they're, okay. they're thinking Jimmy, and it's yeah. like, well, I, I want you to find me, so I need to make sure I, I build my own brand. Yeah, and uh, so the
1: guy not with Hendrix. Yes, yes. that's a great. Uh, you know, if it works. So, um, okay, you guys, if anybody is interested, ITN Wired uh, is October. Hold on. I just had it, and I lost it because I thought that ring. 12th to the 14th. Yeah, there you go. 12th to the 14th, Mr. MC. Hey, hey I'm preparing my <laughs> script. i got to come up with new material every year, That's so it, I'm preparing. Man. Innovation. See, it is. It's a
2: real thing, man. <laughs> and networking.
3: ITN uh, Wired.
1: There you go. And I think we're, they still have early bird tickets, if I'm correct. I think they go for another week or so. Um, and, and if I'm wrong, Beth will correct me when we repost the show, but, um, man, what a fantastic, we're going to be there broadcasting in the middle of your world this That's time, awesome. instead of off in the corner. Yeah. Last time you just, you, you caught me at the end. I mm-hmm. was the end where they were cleaning up. Yeah. All the you were my and, final guest. Yeah. Final yeah. guest. That was it. We got to hang out with the Yetis though. That's I, true. Oh, we're going to get more Yeti coolers. All so. right. Um, <laughs> if you guys are interested and need to get any more information, you can check it out at i10wired.com. You can uh, listen to this show uh, when we repost it on i10wiredradio.businessradiox.com, and um, I'm going to say thanks, gentlemen, for coming by. Even though Paul didn't bring breakfast, <laughs> no. it'll be all right. Just to see his smiling well, face well, as he we, accepts you'll have the to, honor of the it's, official it's, host. It's the trick. So you have to invite me back again. I'll bring yeah, it next yep. time. Yes, yes. We'll all right, guys. Well, um, everybody have a great afternoon, and uh, let's go get some breakfast. We'll thanks, do it. Keith.
3: Sounds good.
0: This show is brought to you by IT Gulf Coast, Florida West, and App River. If you are interested in sponsoring I-10 Word Radio, please call 850-288-9959.